Hello again, and welcome to episode 144 of Super Deformed Gamescast for Thursday, April 18th. If you're not aware, SDGC meets right here each and every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines with a wide variety of panel members and guests. We also do a whole bunch of other stuff as time allows, like a separate show about movies and television, community game streaming, which we really need to get back to doing and a mental health support show if you've been around if you've been along for the ride so far welcome home and if not hey feel free to around and stick uh and maybe throw us a subscription so you get one of those sweet ass sock emojis that's being spammed in chat right now oh. i fixed it there we go we fixed it we fixed it you know what you know what it's fine. It's fine. So, but now everybody can hear everybody. This is, it's this okay. Is what happens when Derek takes a week off, when, we let John control it and <laughs> it doesn't work. Crazy. So Crazy. what even is, what even is computers? What even is OBS? I don't understand any of this. So we, we have topics. Guys. We do have topics, but, but so apparently like the whole time, it's just going to sound like I was talking, I was talking to myself the whole time. So that, that, that's fine. Um, that, that's actually pretty indicative of our brand. No. It's, yeah. Yeah, so so talking. I feel really bad for everybody. They missed that amazing joke that Justin told just like two minutes ago. Justin, like, drop the joke again. Drop drop the joke again, ever. Justin. Justin, drop the joke again. Take a the sip. The moment has passed. The moment has passed. Yeah, that. no, he didn't get one. Wait, oh, 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 oh. I yes, have a joke. Finn. Finn, go ahead. I have a joke for you. I thought you said I have a Where do baby jokes come from? Oh, God. No. It's it's when a dad joke and a yo mama joke meet and then they knock knock. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll take it. So I'm, anyway, Zach, Zach, we got a new format tonight for the for for leading the roundtable discussion. Why don't you explain to the people in chat how we're going to be running things? Uh, no, I just figured oh, we wow. should probably stop yelling over each other, and so we're just going to try to politely do one of these little guys, one of these little guys, and that's what we're going to try. Sound Except good? for Brandon, Brandon's going to hoot. Brandon, twice like a barn yeah, owl yeah 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 yeah. uh so so there is this weird thing guys uh tuesday morning like 9 a.m uh wired published an article uh john do you want to talk about that yeah i can do that no, wait, um wait wait, wait. Well, before we get into it i do want to bring one thing up um right before we went live uh jeff said he didn't know this was a thing because, <laughs> because jeff, jeff has jeff has logged off of social media uh because there are endgame spoilers and so jeff so 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 for jeff and people like jeff can we give a high level breakdown of playstation 5 so uh, story can, I, can we do that sure no problem and uh, just just to kind of put some context on it we decided we said okay we're going to start off with playstation 5 just jeff is like PlayStation Five, like Jeff has been so disconnected from everything. Uh, it, can I ask? Is it actually called PlayStation Five? Apparently, we don't know yet. Don't know yet. Don't know. Okay, they okay. called it the next gen console. All right. Yeah, it's not as exciting, but that's okay. It, it, it's it's, it's going to be PlayStation Five. So I've got, so I've got, I've got, I've got an article here, uh, and we'll I'll go over the specs. So. Uh, as Zach said, um, Sony has teased the first details for its next generation console during an interview with Wired. In the interview, PlayStation 4 lead system architect Mark Cerny spoke about working on the PS4 successor, most likely named PlayStation 5, but that hasn't been confirmed. In the interview, Cerny confirmed the next gen PlayStation is partially based on PS4 architecture, which means that it is backwards compatible. Cerny also revealed that it is not an all digital device and will accept physical discs. Wired's article described the transition from PS4 to PS5 as indicated by Cerny as a gentle one. I like that. Gentle. <laughs> Adding that numerous games will be released for both PS4 and the next-gen console. The description of a gentle oh, transition. Oh. 
gentle transition, a very, mm-hmm. very soft and intimate transition. It, and it feels indicates. It feels, <laughs> go ahead. I just, I, I'm Please. breaking my own rule. It just, it just feels good knowing how Mark Cerny talks and to hear him say a gentle transition. It's just yeah. it's really it's, nice because you know it's really just nice. the most soft-spoken. Like the it's a really, he, it's, it gives it a really personal, almost sensual tone to it well, that okay. I, I, I really well, appreciate. Especially when, in contrast, you picture like Xbox just crashing through a window, <laughs> yeah, throwing right. shirts at the crowd. Xbox One sad. Like yeah. Off his blazer and throwing it at someone. Right. Dropping it, dropping a car on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out and smashes beers against his forehead. It's fine. Uh, and so then Doug Bowser walks in in a Bowser suit, and we're done. So, talking about specs, housing the console will be an AMD chip that has a CPU based on the third generation Ryzen. It'll have eight cores of the seven nanometer Zen 2 microchip. Although the console will support 8K, displaying at this resolution will be dependent on TVs catching up. The graphics, meanwhile, will be driven by a custom version of Radon's Naviline. This graphics chip will support ray tracing, something which is starting to become popular in movies and video games. Although it is traditionally thought of as a lighting technique, Cerny says that there are implications beyond creating realistic environments. And a quote from Mark Cerny is, if you wanted to run tests to see if the player can hear certain audio sources or if the enemies can hear the player's footsteps, ray tracing is useful for that. I this is the first time I've ever heard fucking heard of ray tracing, so I don't I I don't know I don't know shit about really? shit. You didn't hear which, about the... which is a weird thing for John. Yeah, yeah. Y- okay. You know, you know what, dude? I, you know what? I'm over here playing my so, Game Boy Advance. Okay, like I don't so I don't know about any of this shit. I I've heard enough of John. Oh, uh, re- hold on, Zach, Zach, Justin. Zach. Real quick, one. There's one more thing. Uh, it's gonna come with an SSD. <laughs> Yes. Very yes. important. Like, very important. So, go ahead, fast. gaming son, please. So, so listen. I've heard enough from John. Thanks. Justin, I want Appreciate you that. to focusing focusing on brevity. Can you give a top down quick rundown of of basically the tech specs here? I feel like you had a pretty good understanding of it, and you've been keeping up with it. Uh, can you kind of give us the rundown for people who maybe missed the article, like Jeff? Uh, yeah. So, um, the uh, Zen two CPU and Navi based GPU were basically expected. Those are what AMD's upcoming seven nanometer designs are. Um, they're not. Neither of them are out yet. Um, so that's exciting. The big surprises were ray tracing support and support for a solid solid state drive. Um, and the solid state drive is also more interesting because. It is faster than any solid state drive that is currently on the market. Um, like the there was a demo of Spider Man, and they did a fast travel um, test, and it was 15 seconds on PS4, 0.8 seconds on the PS5 dev kit. Uh, so quite a bit faster. Um, so that's that stuff was really exciting. They also talked about backwards compatibility. PSVR is also going to be included in backwards compatibility, which is um, which is really cool. Like I thought, PS4 backwards compatibility was almost guaranteed, but PSVR, due to the extra hardware, um, you know, was kind of in the air. But I'm really glad, as a fan of PSVR, that that is going to be supported. So yeah. Um, the base of it was expected, um, but there were a couple surprises in there. They didn't say anything about RAM, um, which is surprising. But um, yeah, so that's basically yeah. the rundown of it. Yeah, thirty-two and... gigabytes of GDDR7. <laughs> uh, and so, and so basically, uh, we're 2020, right? Expecting it 2020. I would be yes. shocked if we see it before the the holiday season, which is kind of traditional. Zach, um, real quick, not, I just want to I want to thank the dad Kate for that uh, pro, for that Prime subscription. Thank you, appreciate yeah, that. Well, thanks. Um, but yeah, so I think we're going to see it in 2020. Um, but yeah, I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Uh, Finn, what do you got, buddy? 
So, uh, my question is, has anyone else stumbled upon the, uh, the, the article someone, not, or the post someone made back in December that leaked all of these specs for the PS5 and then went on and made even more predictions? Yeah, yeah, this is the one that included uh, the, the Bad Company 3 thing, right? Correct. So, I, I, I know, I mean, because we're talking about things way in the future, so I thought it might be fun to read down the rest of their predictions because they did nail all of the specs. So that, and this was three mo- uh, four months ago, back in December 3rd, they made this post. So, you know, if, I feel like it's that it's it's like a couple years ago when that user Clobril posted all that Xbox leaks and then they all got proven true. So we don't know for sure, but I think it'd be interesting if I could read some of the other things that this guy messaged because we're basically predicting the future now and it'll be fun to see if any of these pan out i i mean it's i i have a mixed feeling on the on that whole leak uh finn one i mean he got a lot of stuff right here uh but also bad company three feels uh really soon for it to be a launch title mm-hmm. so that would be 2020 uh which would be two years after battlefield five uh there's rumblings that we will see a Something from Battlefield, something Battlefield-related uh, later this year that we'll probably hear about. Uh, Imran, th- Imran, thank later. you for the sub. Appreciate that. Um, but I, I mean, I would be, I would be surprised if we saw, you know, just just based on Battlefield uh, Bad Company Three, I would be shocked if we saw something from them this year uh, and next year with Battlefield Five uh, only being six months out. But uh, but we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it seems. I guess just very very exciting that we're already able to talk about some of the some of the specs for PS5, right? Yeah. Well, I find I find yeah. it interesting that Bad Company Three is the one that sticks out for you because for me the one right under that is the game that I feel devalues the rest of the list because he also the, this person also says the GTA Six is going to be a launch title. Yeah, and I feel like that is the one that that uh-uh. kind of crosses the line. No, of- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not it, Justin. I see your hand, but first I want to throw it to John who had his hand. John, what's up? What do we think? And this is for the whole group. I want to kick it to Reb first because uh, she has an. Uh, I want to. I want to give Reb a, a chance to chime in here. But what do we think that the price of this thing is going to be? Um, because I mean, you know, I, I'd love. I'd love for it to be three ninety nine console. But I mean, this is. This sounds like some pretty pricey tech. Reb, what do you think? Zach, what? No, no, no. I no. I go on, Reb. Okay. Well, I. I don't feel like I have a good answer. I man, I hadn't even thought about that. Um, what are what are we at now for the PS4? Anyone know what that's sitting? Uh, two ninety nine, I believe. Two ninety nine. Where it's at now? Yeah, yeah. three ninety nine. I mean, I think I think if you're starting to wander up into the four fifty four ninety nine range, people are gonna look at that and be like, "Heck, no." That's the danger zone, right, um, Zach? Like it is. So, I also like like looking at yeah, maybe maybe four hundred, but like like looking looking at this. I mean, a lot of this sounds good. Like an SSD sounds really nice. Backwards compatibility. Like I don't I don't give a shit about the specs, but backwards compatibility does sound very appealing. Mm-hmm. Well, it would if I still had my PS4 games. But that that's an appealing thing I think to a lot of people. Um I'm in, I'm actually interested to see if Microsoft ends up matching them, but that's a different topic. Yeah. Um, but I I'm not hearing anything necessarily here so far that makes me think this should be dramatically more expensive than what's out there right now. Like this just seems like, oh, it's a normal console upgrade. Absolutely. Brandon, do you have something for this? I mean, I, I'm just saying, it's, it's like, everything sounds, I mean, we're talking about an SSD technology that hasn't been released to the consumer market yet. Like, I feel like they're, they're, they're targeting a $500 price point. Yeah. 
That's yeah, what I'm enough. going into anticipating. Yeah. So, so friend of friend of the friend of the show, uh, Matt Piscatella from NPD Group, uh, had a had a pretty decent thread on this earlier, and he was saying a lot of the talk going on right now is to a lot of people are talking about wow, this thing's going to be really expensive because it's got X, Y, and Z in it, and that's actually a conversation that Sony would be happy to be hearing on social media because that way, when they're going into a four hundred dollar price point, it doesn't seem so egregious. I would also just like to add that Clobril, who who uh, Finn just mentioned moments ago is a is a pretty 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 solid uh, uh, insider at this point who who is pretty regularly sharing accurate information, uh, and he has said that what he has seen for Xbox's new premium console is beating what PlayStation has. So if that's to be believed, then I would expect Microsoft's premium console to be more expensive than PlayStation, which already gives them a slam dunk as long as it's not substantially weaker, right? Yeah, my my, Justin, my tiny Justin, Justin, you go really quick. Yeah, um, I've actually seen some of the stuff from Clobriel, and he's like, he's kind of changed his wording in the past couple days from like, oh yeah, Microsoft's definitely, because, well, also the other rumor that's been going around that has come out from him and like uh, a lot of the other Microsoft um, insiders is that Microsoft is going to be a two-tier console approach. Oh yeah, They're going to have a cheaper model and a more expensive model. And so, you know, kind of the talk before was, you know, there would be this lower end Xbox, PS5 would be in the middle, and then the upper end Xbox. Um, but the past couple of days, I've seen some of those guys changing that they said Microsoft was intending to have the most powerful console. But now it kind of seems like maybe Sony might be aiming a bit higher to compete directly with that higher end console instead of somewhere in between. Um because I was very taken aback by the announcement of ray tracing and an SSD, and those were things that were rumored a couple months ago um, for the higher end Xbox. So yeah, John, what were you gonna say? Um, so I wanted to address something that Imran had said in chat. Imran said Microsoft is very aware that they lost the hardware race and that killed them this time around. I'll say that much. To a certain extent, yeah, I agree with that. But I wanted to I wanted to ask you all. Um, wouldn't you say that like and, and this is i mean you know i know it's microsoft we're talking about ps5 but it's you know you know we're talking about the launch of new consoles so wouldn't we say that it, it like it's it was more the marketing more the messaging that killed microsoft I mean, it, and and, and it, i think that like what what defined microsoft's sluggish start was like three things one it was a weaker console it was more expensive, and then they had a whole bunch of really, really negative marketing where they said a bunch of uh, shitty things to their potential customers, right? Like, like I think I think he's absolutely spot on that, like, power was a huge component of the conversation that Sony used really well and really effectively that first year to three years out of that market. But, I mean, the price point couldn't be ignored either, right? Yeah, it's it was the combination of the specs and the price point that I think was such an issue. Yeah, for sure. Jeff, what do you think? I know that you kind of are coming in a little bit cold here from not seeing the article, but uh, what what are your thoughts at least so far? Uh, I think Reb's trying to get a word, and I'll let her. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Jeff. Okay. Um, so I'm just I'm just absorbing everything you guys are are kind of uh, giving me here, and I, I heard a brief mention of 8K, which I think is hilarious. I'm sure, uh, you know, what was it? Which of the Xbox guys was it? You'll always see it because that's what your output is at, uh, which is nice. But I mean, you know, let's be real. Even the my brand new PC here uh, can't play games at 4K 60, um, rarely even 4K 30 sometimes. So, I mean, 8K is out of the question for games, even for next generation. My, That's, yeah. you know, maybe um, if uh, upscaling techniques get better or uh, some of the reconstructions. Sorry, Zach, go ahead. 
No, no, no. I, I think you're absolutely right. But my guess, and this is just, and I'll throw it to Red really quickly, but my guess is that they're mostly doing it so that way they can, uh, if if Netflix and other streaming platforms hit that AK barrier, hmm. they, they have the technology in it so they can scale. AK video, I could see, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Finn, I want to get no, no, you Reb first. Go to Reb. Yeah, yeah, first go to Reb, yeah. Thanks. So the thing, I was just thinking a little bit more about the price now that I had time to kind of absorb the question. Um, and the, th the reason why I think like it, it's gotta be, it can't, I think $500, I think that's too high. Um, the reason why I think that is because, you know, we are all people on the internet with, you know, some money to spend presumably on technological devices. And so the people that are talking about this on the internet are usually generally going to be more okay with a higher price point. But you got to think that the majority of the people who buy these things are people who, you know, maybe, I mean, maybe people with higher, higher budgets, but there are a lot of people with less budgets where this, this is the Christmas gift. Like, like this, this is the one big thing. And I just... I feel like maybe they think about this and they think if this if this gets too high, then we suddenly alienate this huge customer base of lower income people, a huge a huge group of holiday sales. It's not everything. It's not the end all be all. In the end, they have to make sure if they're actually making a profit on whatever hardware and technology is in this thing. But also, I think if you get too high, then you start it, it starts becoming like there's a reason why people aren't buying VR. And I know that that's not a fair comparison because VR doesn't have nearly as many games, but also the price point was a big issue because people can't afford to blow that much money on a single device. And if Xbox or even PC ends up being more affordable next generation, then that's where people will go. Right. Uh, Justin, I saw your hand up, but Finn, you had something. Yeah. I just, I just wanted to, the 8k thing, like right now, yes, it seems laughable. Obviously you're not getting 8k, but it seems it's more of a future proofing thing than something that's going to be available at launch. Like it's, we're talking this system will be coming out to 2020 at the earliest and consoles now like console generations are going six to 10 years, give or take. So we're looking at by like 2028, you know, like, yeah, maybe 8k will be the new standard by then. We don't know what's going to happen in eight to 10 years. It's just nice that that ability is there. Even if it's just uh, upscaling instead of true native 8k, it's going to be nice to have. Yeah, for sure. Justin, what did you have, buddy? Uh, just to comment on the price thing, um, I think that like the backwards compatibility stuff is also going to be a factor in there because I think, um, you know, if people are like, oh, well, I don't have to keep this old console around, I can sell it to somebody um, or, you know, hey, I can, you know, this is expensive, but I can carry over my library with me. I think that might help a little bit instead of just being like, like, because, you know, like this gen, for example, when people bought a PS4, they bought, you know, GTA 5 again with it. Um, like, you know, when you subtract that price of the game, it's not all that much more. Like, I think that might be something that they're trying to... I think that might be actually why they started talking about backwards compatibility now. Um, to really, you know, get people excited that, yes, um, all the stuff that you have will carry over. Um, yeah. Well, like that's and that's a huge thing, right? Like we we just saw. I mean, it's it's a uh, uh, we're in chat. People were just talking about uh, you know every every PS4 exclusive that we hear about now is is obviously going to probably um, be enhanced for PS5, but maybe even launch around the same time, uh, which I think is super valid. Um, um, definitely the case, but it won't be like last time where they uh, would sell you the Last of Us and they would sell you the Last of Us remastered like six or six or twelve months later. Um, because that same disc will work. I mean, maybe they'll go the, the reach route and bundle in some multiplayer DLC uh, for, for The Last of Us. But it'll be interesting to see how they market those things and uh, if they hold on to uh, the release of those games so they can sell them at full price with the new console. Um, but but maybe, maybe they won't. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. When I, when I hear them talk about 8K, it just reminded me of there's this 
video with Xbox Live's Major Nelson from Xbox One's launch where he's unboxing the console. And he pulled out an HDMI cable and he said, here's a 4K capable HDMI cable, which was like supposed to be exciting. But then like, it, by, but then like by 2019 standards, and then when you looked at like the resolutions that most games were shipping on at that time on Xbox One, it was just like, I, don't, I mean, yeah. I don't know. The 8K thing today feels like a gimmick, but maybe they're future proofing the, the, for streaming. I don't know. It seems, it seems cool. Does anybody have any last minute thoughts, uh, Jeff or, or Brandon or, oh, John's got his hand up uh, uh, on PS5 before we move on? So uh, I actually uh, I wanted to springboard off what you were saying about about you know launch stuff and and you know cross gen stuff. So um, obviously everybody knows you know PS4 was not backwards compatible with PS3, but a lot of the games that were releasing I would say for the first eight to nine months or maybe even a year uh, were all cross gen games, right? Like you know there was a PS3 version I mean, and like a PS4 Shadow version. Of Mordor was still getting a PS3. Yeah, it was really you know like you know Assassin's Creed, like all these games Destiny. were getting. Destiny, all, all these games were getting PS3 releases. Now with PS5, this is a backwards compatible console. So like that feels a lot more organic. That feels a lot more. But at the same time, um, how long do we think like. So here's my question, right? Like Death Stranding, for example, right? This is obviously going to be a cross gen game. Like it, it's probably going to launch not too far after the PS4 or after the PS5 does. Death Stranding is not a video game. <laughs> Sorry, Rev, it, 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 well, well whatever it is it's well, right now we're going to assume it's a video game right now we're going to assume it's a video game uh but if death stranding is red like completely threw me off there if death stranding is in fact a video games um like i mean what is this i mean are there truly cross-gen releases anymore or is or is death stranding just going to i mean, I, I don't know like how long do you th i guess what i'm saying is how long do you think it's going to be this time around, uh, you know, for for PS5 capable titles to be played on on PS4, um, how long do you think we're going to see the cross gen stuff go? One year. Oh, oh, I see. I I my guess is that it'll be. I think that you think uh, it's gonna be longer. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. What were you gonna say? Um, I I feel like what's the install base of the PS4 like 90, 90 right now? Yeah. It's yeah. it's almost at a hundred. It's like real close. Yeah. Uh, what what was the PS3 at by the time the PS4 came out? Eighty uh, something. Yeah, something 80. like that. Yeah, so I mean, think you think there's still another year and a half to go of like strong PS4 sales? Like it's gonna be a long cross generation, of, like a year and a half. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. here's the thing: like, they could even just release. It could. I look at it the way Xbox does, where it's like a regular Xbox One game, and then some games are Xbox One enhanced. It'd be like that. There'll be a PS4 version and then a PS5 enhanced version that's built for PS5, but they'll be sold at the same price and at the same time, so it doesn't really splinter anybody, but if you have a PS5, you're going to get the definitive experience the right. way the One X version looks like. Reb, I'm going to pass it on to you. My, I just haven't... My extremely short answer is it will... Games will be released on both the PS4 and the PS5 until it no longer becomes profitable to, to do so. So when enough people have a PS5 and people can get more money by just focusing on ps5 and selling games on that instead of putting in the work to do ps4 versions as well then that'll be when they stop doing it like that yeah <laughs> does it sell that'll be the thing it'll be like the big multiplayer persistent world games that drop first because they don't want to deal with servers on two very different systems yes 
Yeah, my, my exact feeling on this, and I'll throw it to Jeff in a second, but my exact feeling on this is that it will basically be how FIFA has, has been handled uh, by EA, which <laughs> is like, as long as we're still selling copies, we're going to keep making. Like, wasn't it, like, 2016 was the last PS2 version of FIFA uh, that was yeah. like, yeah, so, like, I mean, I, I can't anticipate it being, like, I think that as long as the game will play on the console, then I think that we will see at least Microsoft keep publishing their games there, and I, I would be shocked if we didn't see PlayStation do something similar. Uh, Jeff, so what they were you still sell say? Just Dance on the Wii. Yes, uh, no, yes, the, the best-selling platform yeah. for Just Dance. Amazing. Sorry. Continue, Jeff. Um, yeah, no, I was just gonna chime in on the price a little bit more. I uh, I didn't really get to touch on that. Uh, I agree, four ninety-nine is possible. I think that three ninety-nine price has still got to be super attractive because that is what the PlayStation Four launched at, and because it did so well out of the gate. A um, couple things I just wanted to chime in on. Uh, I think there's no doubt in my mind that no matter how many SKUs each pub, each hardware manufacturer has, Microsoft will have the most powerful box, even if it means making changes three months out, adding more RAM, adding more. There is no fucking way they are, t they are taking that loss again, even if it's not that important, even if it's a slim margin. I have full confidence they want to say we have the most powerful box. Uh, and I don't think it's as important for Sony. I think Sony can afford to be like, We've just we're gonna keep focusing on our yeah. games because that's what everyone really liked out of this generation. These big first first party single player games, and they're still gonna look good and still run great. Um, and then when you guys talked about the cross gen stuff, uh, I think I guess I was just wondering about the discs. Like I guess they don't have to make. Last time we had like Assassin's Creed Black Flag on a PS3 case and then a PS4 case, um, but we've seen with Microsoft their Xbox One cases in stores. They have like Xbox 360, Xbox One banner at the yeah. top, like a. So I guess we'll get PS4 slash PS5 cases. There's only going to be one version, one skew of the game that you go and buy. Yeah. And they'll probably market some bullshit tagline like plays best on blah. Which is yeah, like, of course. Of which is of what course they're they doing will. with Xbox One anyway. Yeah. And they might they so. might have like a texture pack or something that you download yeah. separately for the PS5 or something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Any other last minute thoughts on PS5 before we move on? Justin? Oh, John had his hand up first. All right, fine, John. I just, I just had one very quick question for everybody. How long is it going to be before we see the iterative console cycle? Uh, three years. PS Five Pro, baby, the Pro. Three you years. know the, you know that Pro is coming. Three to four years, yeah. Three to four, four years. years. Uh, yeah. it'll be this year because Nintendo Switch is doing it. Oh, 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 oh well, I was just talking of. Okay, good. That good one, Reb. That was good. That was good. Uh, that's all I got. That's all I, mean, I got. Reb Reb is, Reb is right, uh, but also spicy take. I think that in three to five years, ideally, best case scenario, America doesn't go to shit and we have better internet infrastructure and we can actually have streaming that might actually be palatable and tolerable in three to five years where we might not need these iterative consoles. So, but so that's you a heard it here first. That global warming has not killed us. You heard it here first. Well, Zach is proclaiming Stadia to be the true king yes. of all games. Stadia. Stadia. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, you're assuming that, that Sony and Microsoft don't get bought out by Google first. So please, please. Uh, okay, so Justin, you had one thing and we're going to move on. Um. Never mind. I was going to talk more about, like, the ramifications of some of the specs and stuff, but I don't think anybody's really interested in that right now, so... Like, I mean, if you can do, like, a quick... A, like, can you can you do, like, a tight... A tight 60 seconds? tight. Like, nice and tight, tight Justin. Okay, like, tight 60. Right, I'll, tight I'll, I'll as fuck, Justin. A toy. I'll try to do it as, as fast as I can. Um, toy. The things that are really excited for me is, like, some of the stuff that they talked about is going to be really good um, for developers. Um... The CPUs have been a major, major um, 
issue for developers on games this gen and uh the zen 2 cpu is going to be vastly going uh more performant than the current jaguar cores um and also like there was a second demo for spider-man that was also really exciting um which was they uh mark cerny talked about how um the swinging speed was actually capped because the data couldn't be streamed from the hard drive fast enough. And then they showed jet speed across um, New York City. So that'll be really great for like, um, you know, big open world titles. Um, and then another thing about uh, like the ray tracing support is I'm not expecting it to be as advanced as some of the stuff we're seeing on PC but a lot of it will allow developers to do stuff in real time that sometimes they have to take days to bake, which will really speed up development times and stuff. So I'm really excited about all that stuff, and I'm really excited to hear from developers once they start working with some of this stuff. That's it. Yeah. No, I'm I mean, try, trying to go fast. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, that was, that's the fastest high-level thing we can, we can do. I appreciate you doing the deep dive because, I mean, there are people who, who definitely give a shit. I'm just not smart enough to, to unpack it. Uh, okay, so so are we gonna talk about Smash? You guys want to talk about Smash? We, we gotta talk about Smash World. We have oh, to we talk about. We gotta talk about what John wants to talk about in Smash. Yeah, John wants to talk. John wants Rep. to talk about dicks. Rep. I, yeah, John, John wants always. To talk no, we have to talk. We have to talk about Why it. We have to talk about hey, dicks. Hey, hey, Reb, you talk first. All you, right. You control this. You control right. this. I, well, and, and I will because when I when I let it go, it's going to dissolve, and that's fine. So, um. There's a, I haven't played a ton of Smash lately, but um, there was an update to Smash last night. I believe it was, what are we on, like 3.0 or something? 3.0, Smash 3.0. Um, big update, DLC pack one, which brought Joker in. So there's, you know, the whole, everybody's playing Joker right now. Great, fine, whatever. Um, the other thing that it added was a stage builder mode, which has been present in Brawl and also Smash on the Wii U. Um, however, it also came with, uh, the ability to share these stages online and the stage builder mode is really great like you can put you know objects whatever you can make all these crazy stages you can also just draw whatever the fuck you want so as you can imagine you have john oh my god <laughs> imran aren't, you chat? Like in your, aren't you like in your 30s no i'm just laughing at imran in chat <laughs> imran. Anyway, you can, i'm not reading that whatever that is um, i'll mute myself you can thank see, you john so as you can imagine you've given you know a bunch of people the ability to draw things and share them with people on the internet so what are people going to draw they're going to draw a bunch of dicks um and that, that's been the problem right and the, the reason why i am sore about this and find this somewhat i mean i i find dicks hilarious um but the reason why i find this a bit less hilarious Same. than john does is yeah is because you know while well brawl did not have the ability to share your dicks that you drew online actually i don't even think it had really a drawing ability at all you couldn't really make dicks um, and the Wii U version did have an online mode. However, so few people bought that game that it probably wasn't really an issue to moderate. Um, we now have, what are we at? Like over 10 million probably. And that's probably something like 15 million people at this point who bought Smash, something like that. It's kind of a vague number. I know, I know 10 million was announced at some point. Um, but yeah, they're all using this online thing. And aside from the fact that you can search for stages based on a keyword and the Nintendo, for some reason, does not, does not censor the word dick. They censor a lot of other words, but they don't censor the word dick. Um, you can, they also have a recommended section that is the first thing that appears when you open up the browser to browse online stages and the recommended section for the last, you know, almost 24 hours now has had, you know, a number of interesting stages, oh, yeah. but also a bunch that just say dicks or, you know, that there are a few very cruel, uh, ma stages that were meant to resemble nine 11, um, 
there was some people just flat out having sex. Uh, there were swear words written in There's the N-word stage. There's the N-word stage. Uh, I, mean, I saw it and, today. And they're being recommended. And the other thing, sorry, I'm almost done, John. No, 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 please. The other thing that really, really sticks with me is you can report them, fine. Reporting doesn't really seem to get them removed. Oh, the, the other one is, is Mario pissing. That's the other one that's been on the recommended side of the page for like, just Mario cool. taking a piss, cool. whatever. It's so Real good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, reporting, you know, reports them, I assume. It's it's a frustrating feature because, you know, no, there's like a drop down menu. Why are you reporting this? It's inappropriate. Fine. That's great. You need to have that. But there's also a thing that has you like type in why you're reporting it and it forces you to write something there. And it's a fucking switch keyboard and no one wants to use that, but you have to do it in order to report it. And then after you report it, you still can see the stage. And even if you block the user who made it, the stage is still there. You can't get it out of your recommended no matter what you do. So blocking and reporting them doesn't get rid of the dicks. You can't delete the dicks. Okay, I'm done. John, John, quickly to you, buddy. So real quick, one, Imran in chat says, I made a stage called Sekiro Easy Mode where a sword would just come down. <laughs> <laughs> and two, two, I just want to point out that my first experience with Smash World was I logged on, I looked at the recommended levels, and right there, it was the first one I saw. It was called Alabama Brothers, and it had Mario and Luigi fucking. And I was like, okay, you know, this, you know, you know what? Smash Brothers might actually be a mistake. Like, that's that's... That you know, please go go to you know what if you want a great Smash Brothers level, go look for Alabama Brothers. I highly recommend it. It's it's so, wonderful. So my my quick thing is you know this week we saw an important hallmark where uh, Reggie Filzamay has retired. But have we considered that he's actually just sitting in his basement and he is the sole person responsible <laughs> for going through the filing of complaints? And so he's just grossly overwhelmed okay. with the number of. Actually, what if wait, Reggie's the one going? doing all this? Yeah. I, thought, I was going to say, I thought that's where Zach was going. Like, he's just sitting in his basement going, not my problem anymore. <laughs> Reggie's <laughs> just in his basement going, <laughs> mm, I don't know. I, I actually think that Reggie is actually just quickly overwhelmed, sweating in his basement, trying to delete all of stages. It's like, we charged them $20 and we can't even keep the online up. So, um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, Reb? Sorry, I just have so many feelings. No, no please, don't please, care. don't apologize. Dicks are hilarious. If, if, and I know there's parental <laughs> controls, but the fact is, like, no, nobody cares. There's, like, kids who are just playing Smash, and they're like, oh, what's this? And there's just dicks being recommended to them, like, nonstop, and they can't get rid of them, and the parents can't. Like, parents I just, by the way, there's like, your oh, out-of-context quote, dicks are hilarious. They are, but but at, for me, as a 28-year-old woman who thinks dicks are just the most absurd fucking thing, like, why? Um, yeah. But, but, I mean, the other thing, too, is Nintendo is so hesitant about online. They're just terrified it, terrified of it. Like, they don't know what to do with it. Like, what is voice chat? We can't do voice chat because the children will get hurt. Like, that's terrible. But yeah. then, like, like how do they not know? They've done this. They've done this before with Wii U. And, yeah, admittedly, there there's a whole Kotaku article about dicks in Smash Stage Builder for Wii U. Fine. They existed. We all knew. But there wasn't this recommended feature that was recommending them. And Mario Maker as well. Like, Mario Maker wasn't as bad. It had the bricks. It was, it was harder to make dicks in Mario Maker. Um, but you could. People did it. Um, and, and you could find them if you really wanted to. But I just, they've done this before. They've done this multiple times. How, how did you not know that people were going to drug Meverse? Meverse, fucking Meverse. I'm, I'm done. I can't talk about this. Well, and so, and I, I, I just want to bring what people in our chat are talking about, which is like, so Dreams, PlayStation's long-awaited exclusive for Media Molecule is finally out this week at Early Access. 
PS4. It's very cool. It's a game uh, where you can make your own games and play other people's games and share them with other people. It's it's very, very neat. Justin and I actually have a video on our on our YouTube previewing it. You should go watch it. But first, I want to say that people are, are mentioning I, they, there's, a, there's a, a stunning lack of dicks uh, in that. Uh, so, so, but, but I mean, the thing is like the technology exists, right? Like the, the technology exists to moderate these things because we know there's, you, we know there are people making games with a lot of dicks right now in dreams, but they're being filtered out in a way where, where I am not seeing them and other people are not seeing them. And, and I'm okay with that censorship. Uh, but why does not, why, why does Nintendo not have these systems in place when they roll out a new feature? What is the um, algorithm for recommending dicks? Okay. Sorry. I mean, I don't know. Nintendo doesn't know either. They <laughs> listen. They're a small indie company. They're doing their crap. Come on. Uh, Brandon, what do you think about people doing bad things online? Is this a new trend? I mean, <laughs> how did, okay, so how did they handle it with Mario Maker? Like, how do you approach they the didn't. topic of dicks carefully? I mean, they... you always approach dicks carefully, Brandon. Well, but okay, uh, but I, so with Mario Maker, didn't you need to have a friend? Didn't you need to have a uh, a code from somebody to play their course, or did it actually recommend you uh, people's stuff? Oh, it recommended you people's stuff. Okay, okay, Reb, what do you got? Okay, here's the other thing with um, was it? Yeah, it was Mario Maker. With Mario Maker, they had the opposite problem. Like, yes, again. People were making dicks. They existed. You could find them if you really wanted to. But they weren't recommended. And the thing about Mario Maker is people were mad during Mario Maker because their courses were getting deleted for, like, like uh, one of the speedrunner, members of the speedrunning community, Grand Pooh Bear, he was having all those courses deleted because they had the word poo in them. Like, yeah. poo. Poo is not offensive. You can put poo in whatever you want. It's fine. I should, we're not doing phrasing anymore. Um, but... <laughs> But they over-moderated. How do you how do you go like why do you go the opposite direction with this? Why why are we not? I would rather us being like not recommending courses that had the word poo in them than recommending dicks and swastikas. Okay, I just I'm sorry. I have opinions. Oh, I'm with yeah, yeah. You can do a lot worse than dicks. The super <sighs> dick games. Is anybody else okay? Like is anybody else is anybody else think of that line uh, from Handsome Jack in Borderlands Two when he's like dicks? No, I'm talking about no, dicks. I, I don't, but, I don't but, think about Borderlands but, 2 at but, all. But so, so, so here's the ironic thing about dicks and Smash, right? Like, here's. Wait, wait, hold on, let me just say this. Well, I'm okay. fine with the dicks. It's the 9 11 and the N word levels and all yeah, that. Yeah, that, yeah, that. Okay. Like, I'm not okay there's with the that. line and th those cross it. I would, I would rather I have more, more dicks. In, in, in fact, more dicks in Smash. I would no. rather have dicks in Smash than, than things like 9 11 stuff and like that. That's all how garbage, about, right? How about but, but hold on. I'm going to make my point, goddammit. I had my hand up. So, <laughs> okay, so, so I just want, can, can we point out the irony? Like, there are no dicks in Dreams and there are tons of dicks in Smash, but yet dreams gives you the tools to make a far more realistic and accurate dick than anything nintendo gives you in Smash. dreams has sculpting tools <laughs> they do you can make i mean you could you, i mean you could I mean, right like you could you could set the curvature like you could set the link like i mean like there's a lot of options available in dreams and i, I feel like trying longer I, I, I just I feel like I, I don't know I feel physics like physics options too. There's physics, yeah, like you know, like you know the the swaying. Like I mean, there's a lot of things possible in dreams that, but but yet all the dicks are all the dicks are with Nintendo. Like I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Rep. I've been thinking about it for like five minutes. It's been being recommended. That's it. Like yeah. I, I if if people want to make dicks and smash, great, fine. People are gonna find them no matter what. It's funny, but they shouldn't be on the first fucking page you open because again, yeah. 
Like, like I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I am all about like being open and talking about anatomy correctly with your children. But I also like if my kids are like my ten year old child is opening up Smash Brothers and it's just a bunch of photos of dicks. I'm gonna be kind of like, okay, maybe this isn't where we need to be having the anatomy conversation, right? Listen, but Reggie thinks it's time. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, to answer John's question of like why dreams, why not dreams, but definitely in Smash. It just occurred to me that the, the the user base that is playing dreams early access versus the user base playing Smash and making levels, there's there's most likely a, a, an age discrepancy, and with that, yeah. hopefully a maturity level discrepancy. <laughs> John's like giggling. He's like, I've already made three dick. It runs. It runs. real problem is Smash has dicks, but Waluigi isn't allowed. Put him in Smash. If anything, this this is their way of campaigning for Waluigi. Just on the Waluigi note, I I do love how we all have just agreed that Waluigi is a massive pervert. And no one has argued with that. Everyone's like, yeah, Waluigi, definitely. <laughs> Waluigi <laughs> sucks, man. <laughs> Waluigi's right up there with Yoshi and the amount of fucking as a Nintendo character. It's just, it's, it is what I it mean, is. with all the dicks present in Smash, you could say, I mean, Smash fucks, y'all. Like, Smash Guys, definitely is it, fucks. Is it too late to rename this episode the SDGC Super Dicks Gamecast? Because I feel like the D has been transformed. It's too late. It's too late for this podcast period, I think. Jeff, Jeff, please. What do you got? Uh, I I have no opinion, really. Um, I, I agree with Brandon. Like, uh, I would rather them focus on getting the hateful stuff out. I mean, dicks are dicks. I am sure they want to protect the kids. I do think it's funny that they don't have voice chat on the console because of the kids. But they got but, dicks. But they well, got hang dicks. On. Hang on. It's not just... <laughs> It's not just because of the kids, as Budgie said, because we do things differently. Jeff, continue. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's fine. But I agree, the algorithms, th there needs to be some sort of curation, some sort of moderation. They, they need to uh, rein this in a little bit, because that shouldn't be the first thing that Timmy sees on Christmas when he boots up this game. So, I, Zach, I, I have a serious point I want to make, actually. No more okay. no, no, no more bullshit. Um, so I'm I, messing around. So I'm, I'm done messing around for now. Um, so so I've got a 10-year-old. He's about to be 11. And, of course, like, he loves playing Smash Online. Like, he loves it, right? And he was very excited about the concept of making his own making his own stage, right? And I'm kind of at the point, like, so I, you know, I, I checked out it today. And, and all jokes aside, I was like, Jesus Christ, did some of the shit that, that was on there, right? Like, I, I saw the N-word stage. I was like, The stuff great. you saw was worse than the stuff I saw when I was writing the article. And I was specifically looking for dicks. Like um, I'm, I'm, I did like I saw swastikas. I mean, like the fucking Wait. like like it was it was pretty bad, right? And so I'm at the point where I I hate like I I hate to to think like this, but I I'm almost want to curate my son's like you can't play online, like you can play with me, but I don't want you I don't want you touching this online until Nintendo figures this figures this out because I mean to be honest with you, like I, I don't want my son going on there and seeing it, but like I'm not worried I'm not worried about it, but the swastikas, the 911 stuff, like that really bothers me, and. I think I think the fun you've made a lot of jokes tonight, John. But I think the funniest thing you said is wait for Nintendo to sort this online thing out. Reb, quickly. <laughs> I, the, here, my, my proposed solution is, you know, that 
they're probably going to have to get rid of the dicks because they're Nintendo. But I think the most reasonable solution is have an actual fucking... No one can figure out curation, by the way. Everyone has curation all wrong in the world. Yeah. No one knows how to do it. But figure out some sort of actual curation system where anything that is on recommended has actually been looked at by a human being, one. And two, when you report something, it disappears from your from your thing, personally. Not from everybody's. Like, they got to review it, whatever. But you don't see it anymore if you report it. So if there is a dick, you can get rid of it, and then there's no more dick. That's That's my proposed solution. Or swastika again, like I agree that that's a worse, a much worse problem. Much worse, yeah. yeah. Justin, um, Glorious War pointed out something that um, has kind of been going on in the background for a little while that we haven't really talked about on the show, but like a lot of Sony has started cracking down on um, games that feature sexually explicit situations with underage um, underage characters or characters that appear underage. Um, and it's impacted, you know, a number of those fan service games from Japan and stuff that used to be on the Vita that moved over to PS4, and now it's on Switch. And that stuff used to never hit Nintendo platforms, but they seem to be kind of welcoming it with open arms. So it seems like, in general, there's kind of um, been a major change in curation in Nintendo all, like, all around. Um, and I, I don't... I mean, obviously, Smash, you know... In, you know, user-created stuff in Smash is very different than something just being available on the eShop, um, you know, with an ESRB rating for people to buy. Like, that's an another conversation. But it does seem like um, Nintendo really kind of needs to re-examine some of its policies, especially for things that are going to allow user-created content and with the way things are going to be posted on the eShop. Right. Reb? The breakdown of how they respond. So that was, that was an article that came out recently about Sony, right? And they were saying that this crackdown was kind of in response to the Me Too movement, which their spokesperson kind of seemed really shitty towards the Me Too movement, honestly, but that's a different topic. Anyway, they they have some sort of system to get rid of that, to not approve that content on their system, but they don't have it written down, so they can't explicitly say what it is. Uh, Xbox declined to comment. Microsoft says they won't tell us what their policy is if there is one. Nintendo said that their policy was that they will pretty much allow, I don't. I think they don't allow adults only, um, but they will allow pretty much anything as long as the rating, you know, is like accurate to what the content is, which I think it's supposed to be anyway. So it, yeah, they've pretty much said in writing that they're cool with just about whatever. And it is interesting too, because again, this is like getting a little way off topic, but the, the Switch eShop is kind of full. Like, it's starting to get filled up with shovelware as well. Like, there, there's a yeah. lot going on in the I'm Switch eShop. I'm getting a lot of and... feelings from it. Yeah, and so I think I think between what Justin's talking about with the shovelware issue, with curation, and with all these other, and with the fact that the eShop is just terribly curated in general, and it's really tough to find anything or get your game discovered, I think that's going to be a major issue we're going to run into in the next, like, year or two as, you know, indie developers discover that maybe this isn't a great place to publish our game. Yeah, for sure. Does anybody else have any comments? Yes, Finn. Uh, it was for a separate topic that we didn't have planned, but whenever we're done this topic, kick it to me. Go. Okay. Justin, did you have something? John. Oh, no, sorry. I was scratching oh, my John. eye. My okay. eye itched. Yeah, no, I just, I want, I wanted to point out something, uh, an interesting uh, conversation that Imran and Sam were having in chat about Splatoon 2. Um, the interesting, like, kind of, the, the, the interesting dichotomy between those two online communities um, in Splatoon 2, uh, there was a lot of uh, transphobic, homophobic stuff that was popping up, like messages and stuff. And the Splatoon community curated themselves like they shouted that stuff down pretty quickly and pretty hard. Um, they took a really big stand against that. And in the in the Smash online community, this stuff seems to be almost encouraged. Um, and and I was wondering why the or or at least there's no. 
there doesn't seem to be any curation among the actual fan base. And I, I, I was, I was interested. Uh, I, I don't know that, 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 that is a very interesting split to me. Yeah. Justin, you want to go and then I'll touch on it too. Well, I mean, I think like Splatoon kind, it's kind of more of like a social network ish kind of thing that Splatoon has yeah. where, so it's more of like a unified community than, um, than it's like, leftover than like, yeah, than like random stuff that people are just, I'm going to make a silly level and put it online. Like, with dicks. like th- there's, you kind of have to answer for it more and, you know, put your face more to it. Um, on Splatoon, and plus, I think also just you know the people that Splatoon appeal to, appeals to, or you know more pure because like we are also well also just <laughs> we were talking about how bad the reporting options were for Smash and how ineffective they are, whereas it seems like Splatoon has you know better tools yeah. to deal with that stuff. Well, and I think a lot of it too is just uh, Splatoon, like like you were just saying, like Splatoon. Is is a game that was designed for communities to gather, like 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 Destiny's Tower, but even better yeah. in the way that you can communicate. Whereas like in Smash, there's really no way for people to like rally behind. I mean, I'm sure there are stages that are that are are are, are pro LGBTQ, pro trans, uh, are are really really good places to be that that kind of we saw surface uh in splatoon 2 but like there just isn't that same way where you can drive a conversation and actually turn a community into a more positive place through smash like you could with splatoon like i i just i would i would just push back john to say that like there's necessarily a big difference here um i think it's just that the curation system is currently garbage and might remain garbage forever uh but two is just um I mean, I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt because because this portion of, of Smash just came out, but but I mean, time will tell. So um, I just I have one more question for the group, Zach, if you don't mind. It's a it's a fast one, I promise. Yeah. Um. No, do we think do we think do we think Nintendo is going to eventually do something about this, or do you think this is going to become a problem? Because for me, I don't. I, I'll be honest. I don't want my son. I don't want my son seeing stuff like this. Like I'm, you know, ha ha ha, dicks or whatever. But like swastikas and nine eleven imagery is too much for me. Reb. God, yes. They are going to backpedal so fucking hard. Do you um, think it's possible they patch this out, Reb? No, no. I don't think they get rid of the feature. Um, I Because they, they've had the feature before. I think what they do is they backpedal really hard. And we. I, I, think, I do think they'll fix the recommended thing. I think they'll fix the reporting thing. Um, I also think we will see more stages than are necessary deleted. Like, I think we'll see a lot of team stages deleted because that's what Nintendo does, right? Like, when they moderate, they moderate hard. Yeah, they'll And so, yeah. yeah so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing articles here, you know, in, I don't know how long it'll take them, coming weeks, coming months, whatever it is, but it'll be similar to when the Wii version was out and people were like, why the fuck did my stage get deleted? And My name is Richard. I, I go by Dick. Why did you delete my stage? No, like... well, I, that that is funny. But no, I mean, people <laughs> who just, like, have a stage that has... The, the one of the words in the name of the stage mysteriously has like the word poo in it somehow and it ends up getting deleted and people are pissed that, that that's what i anticipate the, nintendo will fix it though they they don't yeah. they don't they don't mess around yeah. Which was like it was weird to me, Red, because like I saw all this today, and I'm thinking of the company that like back in 1994 didn't want the word "holy" in a Final Fantasy game, and and substituted, and yet yeah, yeah, Pearl, yeah, you couldn't yeah you couldn't use the word "holy" in a Final Fantasy game because 
you know that was offensive and i never understood why pearl was like that's why because of because of censoring and uh you know no blood in mortal Kombat. you had the sweat flying off of everybody's body so and then seeing all the cucumber yeah and maple story i remember yeah like so like seeing all the dicks and and swastikas today really kind of threw me for a loop i was like wow nintendo has really come a long way since super nintendo the the easy i mean the easiest fix in the short just make recommended Nintendo curated and Nintendo approved. Like people in Nintendo are picking their best stages, which is what we're seeing with Dreams already. Is Media Molecule yeah. handpicked like you know twenty or thirty of their favorite stages that actually work well and, and showcase the game. I, make, I think that's like the quickest fix. Make a Saki stage. Everybody just get on there and make a shitload of Saki stages. Hell yeah! I feel like Saki, when done in the Super Smash Brothers context, could very quickly end up looking like a dick. I feel yep. yeah, yeah, that's true. Real, but it's oh, a whole, but a wholesome dick, a wholesome fuzzy dick with eyes. Never oh, that that case, again. In that case, uh, um, Justin, we need you to make one in Dreams. I, I tried. I tried during the beta, and it did not go well. <laughs> um, I, I was intending to uh, <laughs> post a video of trying to make a Saki stage, but it didn't work. So my long-term project for Dreams is to get that working. So... I'm on it, but it'll be a while. <laughs> Sorry, quick thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Brandon, how do you feel about um, about Nintendo cracking down? Are they going to do it, or are you think I mean, they're just uh, yeah, yeah, I think they will, and I think quickly, like within a few days, we'll hear. I hope like, so. Yeah, we'll we'll see something for sure. Maybe not. I mean, whether it's going to be like algorithmically or you know, like human review based, and I don't know, but they'll they'll have something. They're not going to let dicks run rampant. And especially because this is being picked up so big, like this is turning into like the meme of the day. But yeah, like they're, you people are seeing it. They'll respond yeah. to it. You can't let dicks run rampant. You just can't. <laughs> you can't. Like like when there's dicks in the streets, people get hurt. Like you need to, you, you need to, Nintendo, you need to solve this quickly. There's too many dicks in the streets, Nintendo. It's like, it's like, it's like Night of the Living Dead. When the, when there's no, when there's no more room in hell, the dicks will walk smash. Like you need to take care of this immediately. This is a problem. Yeah. Does anybody, oh, Justin, you have something? I just, I just want to know if, enough. if somebody has been keeping count of the number of times we have said dicks on this episode. It's a lot like, of dicks. Is Kogasu like, here because... Just a little counter in the corner. I don't think Julian's in chat, but Julian, if you listen to this later, please, can you get a dick counter for us? Julian, please don't waste your time. No, Julian, don't please. Not Julian, don't no. waste any of John, your time. John, it's not worth it. Please we don't. We please need... Oh, whoa! I am worth it. Zach, right. why don't you take us that to the next topic? Lot. All right, now that you've destroyed my ears. Uh, Damn, like out of nowhere. Yeah, that was that, that was really pretty, That, that was really hurt brutal. me. That hurt me inside. I mean, I think I think you're gonna be all right. I think you're pretty tough. And I think you can make it. Uh, as I just scroll through our topics list, uh, let's talk about. I'm gonna make a dick stage in Smash and call it Zach. That's what I'm gonna do. Why wow. are you the way that you are? That's uh, a good question. So so listen, we saw we saw Switch is I love you, Zach. To a new a new place. Where is that place? China? Is that confirmed now? Isn't that confirmed? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's confirmed, yeah. and then we also saw, and then we also know that I mean that we've we've seen for months that uh, there's two iterations coming, a light version and a more powerful version, which I feel like are less solid than the than the um than the the China iteration. I, Justin, I just have a question about those iteration things because 
I've heard like multiple reports that there have been mistranslations and stuff and multiple people saying they've been corrected saying different things. So my current understanding of the situation is that there is a smaller, more portable switch coming and that is coming this fall. And that Nintendo is also planning to work on a next generation switch, like starting development of it, which could still be years, like Mark Cerny in that PS5 interview said, it's been four years he's been on the PS5. Like, it sounded more like Switch 2 instead of like a Switch Pro kind of thing. Sure. Reb, yeah. Reb you might know more about this, because I'm confused. Yeah, and I, I was one of the people who had to do a correction, because I was in, translations are fuzzy and it's tough to get it right. Um the understanding that I have is that there isn't quite an understanding of what this is. It might be like an upgraded switch. It might be the next thing. It's, it's kind of, there is something that they are currently working on that is better than the current Nintendo switch, which case of whatever, like, of course they are. Um, And it's currently in a very experimental stage. Um, like they, it's not like, I know there were rumors before saying that there was going to be a switch pro out this year, but I I think the big takeaway from this is that while the smaller switch is going to be out this fall, that's, you know, the pretty good, well-reported rumor. Um, the, the bigger switch, which has been rumored to be out this year is probably, is really probably not going to be like, it's, it's not made. It's not done. It's not, it's not yet. But there okay. will be something better eventually. Okay, thank you. I I, I appreciate the clarification because I've been really confused the past couple days and haven't been able to get a solid answer. Yeah. Uh, so so can we just talk about the significance of of everything uh, of the switch going to China and what that's going platform for all? I mean, we just had a really long conversation about Nintendo not doing what they need to do to curate and censor some things. Obviously, those are pretty big hurdles uh, to get that console over into China at all. Uh, does anybody have any insight on that? And I mean, Reb, I'm like by default kind of want to throw it at you. You uh, give me a second to think. John raised his hand, and John, John, your hand, your hand blends into your wall on the webcam. That's why Zach can't. See it. Yeah, that's exactly why I can't see it. <laughs> that's why I can't see it. I I, 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 it. I knew there was an explanation. I knew there was an explanation for my constantly no, yeah. being overlooked. I knew it. Of course. Um. So I just wanted to point out that uh, Imran and Chad said, so he had the article professionally translated. Uh, the Nikkei story was referring to an upgraded Switch Pro. Uh, they're not referring yeah. to a generational thing. Um, yeah. I, I just I just, I wanted to make sure that everybody okay. had seen that. Um, I think that's more likely anyway. Right. Yeah. Like, And so, like, here's the thing, like, about it being delayed. Like, I don't I don't really care. Uh, I, I love my Switch. It's my favorite console right now. I'm not rushing to spend, you know, whatever X amount of hundreds of dollars on a new upgraded Switch Pro. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think they need it. Um, I, I think I think a Switch Lite honestly makes more sense than a Switch Pro, to be perfectly honest. Um, you know, when you think about the portability of it and, you know, giving it to your kids and letting them toss it around. Uh, I don't understand the, I don't, I don't think they should rush towards a Switch Pro anytime soon, personally. Um, that's just what I think. That's I, I don't I could care less. Yeah. Reb? I'm with John on that. Um, I think there isn't really a need for a bigger, more powerful Switch right now. Like people okay. are really happy with playing first first party Nintendo games on the Nintendo Switch as well as all the indies that don't need like like what would it have? Extra power, bigger? What what would it be? I I can't conceive of it. And so without like details as to what 
extra benefits it would confer. Like, it's really hard yeah. to say why anyone would pay that extra money for something, like, allegedly better. However, the smaller switch makes perfect sense, especially right now. I think, and Nintendo's been denying it for the last two years now, I really do think they're finally ready to drop the 3DS. Like, what was the last thing? Kirby's Epic Yarn, that's it, we're done. Yeah, um, Nothing else has been announced. I keep waiting for, like, some weird 3DS Direct, but we haven't had one in a really long time. Um, I, I really do think we're there. I think the 3DS is done. Um, and I think whatever this is, is going to be the thing that replaces it. It's going to be like some sort of kid-friendly thing that is cheaper. And I think that you're going to see a lot of the 3DS developers that have kind of hesitated to move over to the Switch start moving there once this thing gets announced. You'll see a lot so, of franchises like that. Really quick, John, before I give it back to you, Reb, do you think that the, the, the versions that Nintendo are working on Will they be separate uh, to what Nintendo is, is bringing to China, or do you think that will be like a specific unit that they are making just for just for uh, Chinese audiences? Oh, that is a whole thing. I it know. is a whole thing. No, that's a whole different thing. So yeah, ten, they're partnering with Tencent to bring the Switch to China, which yeah, is really fucking big. Yeah, I didn't mean to like big. throw them together. Yeah, that's a huge fucking deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. China is just huge and absurd, and there's so much money in that market. Um, it's crazy. There's too many people there. It's great. Um, but... <laughs> I just mean it's like a really big industry and it's really great when a console goes there because it doesn't happen all the time. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think they're doing any... I can't imagine what they're doing special for China. I think whatever version they have to release in China of the Switch is probably going to have to come with some sort of thing that is unique Region to it. I, do, I don't know an awful lot about like how Chinese... I mean, I know I know maybe I, like more than some people about how Chinese law works yeah. with hardware, but I think I think there's probably gonna have to be some unique things done to it to make it acceptable for the market there. But I don't imagine they're gonna make like a whole separate Switch model that has like all these different features just for China. That would be silly. Gotcha. John and Justin, I know you both had something to say. I'll let you guys figure out how to go first because I didn't see because John's hand blends in. I think Justin had a response directly to what okay, I- Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I was talking more about the China stuff. I think okay, John yeah. was talking about- no, okay, I, go on. I, I just really quickly wanted to agree with uh, with Reb on something. Um, I, I, I 110% agree that the 3DS is done. And I came to that realization when we got a 2D Zelda that was announced for Switch and not 3DS. Yeah. Um, with that, those, I was like, I was thinking to myself watching that direct, if this is a Switch game, then that means the 3DS is done. And I don't think you're going to see any more releases for 3DS at all this year. At least not, not anything remotely major. That was their that that to me was the was the indicator that okay we have we have we are ready to move beyond the 3ds we got a 2d Zelda on Switch that that, that that's all I wanted to say. Okay, uh, Justin, do you want to bring us back to the the China conversation and, and kind of some of the the specifics yeah, so of what they would need to do? I, I I've I've read a little bit about it because I think it's pretty interesting, but I'm I'm not an expert on this, so I may might be wrong, but like. I know, like, the PlayStation 4 Pro has been released in China, like, shortly after the U.S. release because the PS4 had been approved. So, like, I think any current models um, will be released there. I don't think... Like, I know there's, you know, considerations, like, with, um, you know, region access for the stores and what games can be sold. Um, that's probably the role that Tencent's going to play in helping to get um, Nintendo... To nintendo stuff over there is you know um getting a lot of the games through the approval process but i i think um in terms of models like whatever switch is available internationally will be available in china as well okay fair enough does anybody else have anything to talk about uh regarding either the the two iterations of switch which we keep seeing more rumors about or uh the the console coming to china john 
Um, in regards to the two Switch uh, models, um, did we want to talk about that supposed leak of the, the turquoise-colored shell that appeared on Twitter the nah, other day? It, like, Did we ever get a consensus on that? It's fake. It's garbage. Yeah, Is it fake? Zoomed, people zoomed in, and it just has the regular like Switch. Like, oh, the serial the, number? Serial numbers and stuff, yeah. it's So that was garbage. garbage. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. All right, I, that's all I was wondering. I never actually saw any re- any any resolution on that. Um, so, yeah, whatever. I know that Imran in chat had said that uh, he thinks that these uh, iterative Switch models are going to come sooner than people think they will, uh, which is interesting. Um, again, all I can say is is I, I hope they focus more on a Switch Lite than they do a Switch Pro because I think that's I think that's yeah, a bigger I, seller. I th- I, th- I think I think there's more selling potential behind a Switch Lite than there is a Switch Pro. I don't think people give a shit about a Switch Pro. Um, I think people do give a shit about a Switch Lite, period. Like, I mean, I would actually, I own a Switch. You can see it right there behind you or behind me. And I would probably buy a Switch Lite for tra- like, to be perfectly honest with you, just for the convenience Justin, of it. I, Justin, I saw you had your hand up, but I just want to give a, a spicy response to John, which is like, why would I want to buy a pro version of a Switch when all of Nintendo's games already don't give a shit about aliasing and they all look really rough on the eyes anyway? Like what <laughs> a more powerful unit's not going to fix that. Justin, go ahead. After I drop something really spicy. Uh, <laughs> um, hmm. we gotta we gotta let the spice hmm. settle for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry, the, the grass in Breath of the Wild looks very bad. I like Breath you of the Wild. are the full looks, of shit. The grass looks so jagged. Oh my god, you! I'm Justin, Justin please, Justin, so please. So I, I think I think the light switch is a really really good idea. Um, I think especially with a full new Pokemon generation launching this year. Yep. Uh, potentially Animal yep. Crossing as yep. well, yeah. Fire Emblem. These are the things that you know really spearheaded the success of the 3DS. And I think a smaller, cheaper, more portable Switch, um, like with the year that those games are hitting, is going to be extremely, <laughs> extremely successful for Nintendo. Yeah, I I agree 100 with Justin. Um, I think I, I think you know the the real selling point behind it. Hold on, my mic is all screwed up. Uh, is, the real yeah. selling point. Be- can you guys hear me? By the way, now we can. You're good. Okay, that was really weird. Uh, the real selling point behind a Switch Lite is um. You gotta mute that mic, bud. It's is it buzzing? So is it buzzing? Am I buzzing? Yeah. All right. I will. I will take this time. There we go. Is that um, better? Is that better? It is better. You're okay. Good. Cool. Go on. Sorry. Go no, I I don't know what that was. Sorry. Uh, no, I just wanted to say that uh, the real selling point. I agree, with Justin. The real selling point is nope, that they're nope, Jesus nope, Christ. Nope. All right. While he's doing that, let me interject yeah. real quick. Animal Please. Crossing New Leaf sold 12 million, 12 million on the Nintendo 3DS. Um, it's one of the better sellers on that platform. It's behind like Mario Kart and Mario yeah. like, and like Pokemon. Like, like yeah. after those two, Animal Crossing is it. And yeah, so I, you're I saying very Nintendo much, fans I, have no taste. So, oh my God! So is is Prize now the a good, sun fin. Is yeah. now a good time for for Jeff Reb and I to just talk about uh, Animal Crossing and when we think it's coming out and if it's delayed because I'm starting to think it's gonna get delayed. Fuck it, do it, do it, talk yeah, about it. Talk. Jeff, what? Jeff, I Jeff, can take a nap real quick. It's fine. Jeff, no, I want to. I want to hear this. Jeff, Jeff, I want to hear your take on Animal Crossing. Are we still getting it this year? Are we getting a Switch console tied to Animal Crossing? Topics be damned, I want to talk about this. Uh, I I mean, I'm I'm not by no means an expert. Uh, I'm not a big Nintendo guy. So, like, I I don't know what they usually do for their special consoles. My gut tells me I don't see them do it. Like, I don't remember them doing a lot of Animal Crossing 3DSs. I think it's more likely we get a Pokemon Switch. 
maybe they'll do both. Um, but for the game itself, I just feel like the holiday isn't the right time. I think that's Pokemon time. Uh, I was really hoping for summer. I feel like the window is maybe closing on a summer release because we don't even have gameplay yet. Um, so I'm really fingers crossed for like early fall, like August or September. I feel Ooh. like that's a really good spot for that game to hit. But man, would I have loved to play that over the summer? Because yeah. uh, it's yeah, I wish I wish publishers would just use the full calendar of the year uh, more often. And I know Animal Crossing will do fine, but it's going to be harder for me to make time for it if it's sandwiched in the fall with twenty other things. Jeff, while I have you here, before I throw it to Reb, I know how much you love hearing uh, Nintendo beg for directs. Do you think we're going to get an Animal Crossing direct before E3, or do you think E3 will be the big blowout? Uh, again, like I don't remember there any of their E3s really being Animal Crossing heavy before. I don't know if they can. I don't know if there's enough depth to that game. Like I love the game, but I don't know if there's enough meat there sure. to do like a Breath of the Wild type, like all Animal Crossing for their for their E3 presence. So. I think we'll get one around E3 time, maybe shortly before. Um, but I don't think it'll be the focus of their E3. I think they'll have something else. Okay, Reb, what do you got? Fight me, Jeff. Fight I, me. You're, I defer to you. You you are by far more I mean, I don't, I don't know jack shit. I, again, caveat everything with, I know I write for a site, but I know absolutely nothing. Um, no one tells me anything. Print that on a shirt. Uh, okay. I, no one tells me anything. I know nothing. Um, I I mean, I think I agree with, not summer. I it's I think it's too late. It's it's a big title. They'd be marketing it by now. It's not happening. Um, I don't I don't think it's some people in chat are talking about it getting pushed to, like not making 2019. It's gonna make 2019. That that's that's their big game. This that and Pokemon are their two big games this year. Um, so I I'm hoping for fall like Jeff. I'm worried they'll try to push it too close to Pokemon and I'm gonna be really upset. But I mean yeah I I'm hoping for fall. I I do think it's gonna be their. I think that and Pokemon are gonna share the E3 focus unless they've got some other big ass game. They're just gonna pull out of their butts and put it up there. Animal Crossing is it. I think. Metroid Prime it, It's not Mario. Shut it's not Breath of up. the Wild. I know that. <laughs> However, I think that they have had a growing um, Animal Crossing fan base. Yeah. That is, sure. it's. I don't think Animal Crossing has enough legs to take over the entirety of E3 the way Zelda or Mario did. Um, but I do think that it can be the theme of their booth. I think it can be like the main thing they do. I also, I, I kind of am hoping, I love Animal Crossing so deeply. And there's a very honest part of me that thinks this is going to be Animal Crossing and it's going to be just more Animal Crossing with some new features and it's going to be yeah. great and I'm going to love it so much. But there's a tiny, tiny part of me that really hopes that they just surprise me in some way. Because as it is, like if you think about Animal Crossing, it's not something that could take up an entire E3, right? Sorry, Justin. Um, oh no, so I'm 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 very sorry. <laughs> it's not something you, you you guys know the week I have had. I'm I just very tired. I adore you so much. Um it's not it's not a game that can take up a whole treehouse presentation, right? Like like Animal Crossing is about kind of moseying around and going fishing. It's not dynamic gameplay action. Um, it's not visceral, hey, whatever. Hey, it might be the new that's, one. That's the, thing, right? that's the thing, right? Like, I, I mean, I don't want them to like fundamentally change what Animal Crossing is, but there's kind of a part of me that hopes that there's something really interesting here that can actually capture. I mean, I mean Call of Animal Crossing. My what attention is, for a treehouse. I mean, John, don't sell you the name of Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing of War. Yeah, I, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, I mean, this is clearly going to be the Gears of the Animal Year. Uh, so. It's the crossover, you know, Microsoft, and, and they've got that synergy now. Tom Nook's uh, going to kick the office door down and yell, Boy, where's the yeah. rent? 
Uh, no, I mean, I first of all, as someone who knows very little about uh, Animal Crossing, but who is just like passively excited for for one of these, so I can actually get into it. Uh, I mean, I would love I would love November, but I'm I'm like you guys. I think that it is uh, that's Pokemon season, so I'm thinking like early October or September. September. Otherwise, otherwise uh, next year. It can't be November. It fucking can't. Leave. No, there's no, no way. Pokemon's in November. Pokemon's November. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah. My hand is over. It's so tired. It's blending into My the arms wall. Arms are tired. So I wanted to say that I think I think Reb has it right. I don't think this is a summer game. I think it's going to get a big E3. I think this is going to be their E3 game. And I think the smart money is on an Animal Crossing September release, a Luigi's Mansion October release, and uh, and then you and then you kind of bookend that with uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield uh, in, in November. Luigi's Mansion. Uh, bundles yep bundles uh luigi's mansion luigi's mansion around uh halloween just makes sense to me uh from an aesthetic standpoint uh and then and of course you know when you think animal crossing you think you know you think the seasons you think fall you know i i i think that that makes sense for animal crossing Mm -hmm. um but like jeff said you know but here's the thing like i'm I'm not as concerned about it as as maybe some other people would be because i don't think animal crossing is a game that gets lost in the shuffle people have been dying for this game for i mean animal crossing new leaf came out in what 2012 guys like i mean it's it's been people were yelling about an animal crossing on the wii u and they didn't get it. yeah so it's it's been seven it, by the time it comes out it'll have been over seven years it's and Poor Jeff. there's no way this game doesn't come out this year and there's what no way festival? it's a september it's a september game i'd, I'd call it september Animal Crossing, October, Luigi's Mansion, and then and then you get Pokemon. That, that's going to be your big three holiday Nintendo games. Well, so, guys, uh, it's, it's not the morning, and John's making a prediction, so none of those games are hitting 2019? <laughs> uh, damn it, John. Metroid oh, Prime God. Trilogy in summer, baby. Brandon, I, I want to throw it to you, but I have I have a feeling you don't have it. For us. No, no, this is really quite out of my wheelhouse. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Brand- uh, yeah. Brandon's over there like, I don't care about any of this. He's, he actually uh, yeah, has alt tabs. I, I love Apex that Animal right Crossing now. is a thing, but I don't play it. Brandon's like, Brandon's like, Brandon's like, can you get a kill death ratio in Animal Crossing? No, exactly. I don't care. The, 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 the things that matter here. <laughs> counterpoint, counterpoint. What would it take for you to get into Animal Crossing and would it have to be an open clone with characters that have special abilities? I mean, I would have rather play harvest moon or stardew valley or other sort of like sim life games other than animal crossing okay all right fair enough i mean because i played plenty of those uh, in the past like i played the shit out of some harvest moon when i was like 13 years yeah i I played those types of games yeah when does ooblets come out don't know okay brandon what if brandon what if tom nook dropped you like flew a bus over the farm and then (laughs) dropped you out into the farm um, like would that would that okay. do it for you brandon and so, you guys you guys groan when i make jokes and then john opens his mouth and you just want to log off no we hate it i was actually about to rap guys we're, we're nine minutes early but clearly john is broken so let's let's i'm let's, fine i'm totally no, cool i think it's time we cruise into the weekend how's everybody feeling could we, we good to rap anybody got anything so so um i've just got a few housekeeping items no. um oh, no. Okay. Uh, so t- tomorrow, uh, tomorrow we are dropping episode, finally episode nine of our final fantasy retrospective, which, uh, Finn was kind enough to, to lead for us and host for us. Uh, we're going to be covering final fantasy nine. And then finally, 
Next weekend, we'll drop episode 10 of our Final Fantasy Retrospective, which uh, has uh, Natalie Flores from RPG site. Uh, so we're finally getting that one out. Um, and uh, I would also uh, remind everybody, if you want to throw us a sub in uh, in Twitch, uh, you'll get that sweet sake emote. We got the fuck barrel emotes. We got the BD emotes coming. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and shill the Patreon page. Don't forget, we have a Patreon. We don't get any of our content, but we do travel to cons and such, and it does cost money. Uh, and so if you wanted to throw a few dollars our way to help us get there and uh, deliver you even more content, or maybe help us get some better equipment to give you a better podcast we would deeply appreciate that but we'll never actually you know we're, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna press you anything you give us is out of the kindness of your heart so we would greatly appreciate that thank you Re- rebecca yes i have an announcement so last week on the show uh john made a bet with me that we would have a nintendo direct this week uh yes uh we did not have a nintendo direct by showtime yeah we uh, did what are you talking about i watched it it was still- great fuck off john so uh he uh he he uh stupidly two weeks in a row never made a separate condition if i lost so i'm not even really sure what would have happened if we had had a nintendo direct however um because he (laughs) lost he now has to play a mobile game of my choice for 30 minutes while live tweeting it um and i have decided on goragoa so i'm is that like a kind of stinky cheese like I don't know, it sounds John, really good to me to figure out so we're going to talk about it we're going to find an acceptable time for john to live tweet his play of goragoa uh, might even be able to convince him to just like stream like sit on stream with a webcam on him and play this game i don't know i love i love a good slice of gorgoa cheese on a cracker it's it's one of life's simple pleasures really we're going to figure something out but the, the goal here folks is to get john to understand that mobile games also can be good so cheer yeah, him the fuck on on Cheer him the fuck on. This is not to make him miserable. This is to make him go. Mobile games that was not the worst good. thing that's ever happened yeah. to me. Reb, when do you so want anyways, me to do this? When do you want me to do this? When am I doing this? We'll we'll talk. We'll talk. Mobile we'll figure it out. We'll announce it. Follow the, the follow the Twitter. I don't. If you're not following the Twitter, I don't know what you're doing. Anyway, exactly. Yeah, that's Finn, Finn, talk to me, buddy. I just uh, the the topic I wanted to bring up is just uh, and it ties into John's housekeeping. Is we released today a new video we had got a chance to do ah, some early yes. access hands-on with yes. uh one of the big indie games to come out today katana zero so if you head over to our youtube page i got a chance i upload like the first 30 minutes of the game with some commentary uh and the game is a surprise it's an action indie but it has a really unique take on storytelling which promotes a, a really strong desire to replay because i did was not expecting dynamic uh dialogue trees and branching story paths in this game your choices in gameplay and dialogue dictate what happens in the story and i was not expecting that twist so if you were on the fence about katana zero go check out our video it's up on uh the sdgc youtube page and for people who want to pick that up, can you remind us what platform it's on? Uh, yes, Katana Switch, Zero right? is on Switch and PC. But if you're not picking oh. it up on Switch, you're just fucking around. I mean, John. I play it on PC. It's good, but I'm double dipping on Switch. It's better on Switch. That's because every, everything's that better game. on Switch. If you well, play it fair, on Switch, you're supporting continued dick curation. It's true. Fair, Do it for the dicks. Dicks out, di- dicks out for Harambe, everybody. Oh. Dicks out. Oh. Keep them out. Keep them out. Oh. Get yeah. those dicks out. Can we, can we ban him? <laughs> Um, dicks out for Saki. Uh, fine, John, fine. Dicks out for Saki. 2016 again, John, baby. And also, John, there there are some pretty good articles out there ex- explaining the racist undertones of Harambe jokes, but I won't get into that today. Are there? I don't know anything Let's, about that. There also, are. Can I, can, there I time are out, can I time out the official accounts on our own Twitch page? Yeah, I just tried. Good? I just tried. You can't. Oh, nope, sorry. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so uh, let's go to sleep. John, send us home. Why doesn't somebody else do the sign-off today? Why do I always have to do it? Because you um, have okay, uh, it's... I'll do it. I'll do no, it. Shut up, no. Jesus yeah. Christ. It's not it's always... Revs now. It's not always poetry, and we don't always agree, but we're always... Awesome. Yeah, we're really fucking... No, we always keep it real. Right, yeah. And until next time, have a good night. Bye. <laughs> don't, Reb, don't yell at me. I will. <laughs>